what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. What is writer's block? Now really, what is writer's block? This is a common term that shows up in the world of writing. And today in The Written Compass, I'm going to poke some holes, not only at the term, but I'm gonna break it down and dive into a little more of the nuances and complexities of what actually might be showing up. I'm gonna give you some tips and questions and embodied practices to use to help you move with and through this idea of writer's block. As always, I am so honored you are here, so let's get started. Hello, everyone. Oh my goodness. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm super excited for today's episode because we're going to talk about a common term that I hear in the writing and publishing world. And I, as you know, I like to question and poke holes and get curious about those quote common terms and issues. And if you've been around long enough, you know that I really push against the idea that writing is hard because I think we've all got something to share. We're communicative beings. We're meant to share our words and our ideas. And so I don't think it's that hard. And so today's episode kind of stems off of that. We're going to talk about writer's block. What is it? What does writer's block even mean? And why do we even have the term in the first place? But I particularly want to dive into the underlying elements and give you some embodied tools on that might support you in moving through if you feel like you have writer's block. So first, just looking at what writer's block even is. So it actually can go as far as being called a condition. If you look it up in the dictionary, um, you can see the idea of um, one quote that I found was the condition of being unable to think of what to write or how to proceed with writing, right? Essentially, you're stuck. And there's all kinds of fun cartoons and silly jokes and all this kind of stuff. But it is really real. And, and I think there is a different potential perspective or angle to look at writer's block. All right. And that's what I want to offer in today's episode. So writers, the idea of feeling like we don't know what to write or we don't know how to move forward with our writing is a part of the process. So the first element is to realize nothing has gone wrong. If you are experiencing something that you might label as writer's block, yay. (laughs) We learn in our embodied writing programs and with the work that I do with my clients to actually celebrate these moments because you're human and it's real and it's all a part of your writing process. Now, how it shows up is different for everyone. Typically what happens is the cycle often is we feel stuck. We feel like we're not sure what to write. We feel like we don't know what to do, what our next step is in our work writing project that we're working on. And so we start to do some fun little things. One of the first things we do is often procrastinate. We put it off. We don't deal with it right? And procrastination is also very much a part of our writing process. It's not necessarily meaning anything has gone wrong or that you're a bad person or a bad writer or never going to finish your project or your book. (sighs) Feel that energy that shows up as I rattle all of those things off. And are there any stories that you resonate with? As always, I want to hear from you. But procrastination is actually a very healthy 
part of um, any kind of project management, but definitely a part of the writing process. If I told you, you know, I need a draft of this or something is due next week, the very first thing you're going to do is probably procrastinate. But here's the thing. Again, just like I always think we're always writing, I don't I think I don't think we're truly procrastinating because if you're thinking about the thing you're working on, the writing that you're working on, are you really procrastinating? Right? Are you just shifting and moving through your own process to eventually get the words down or revise the words or wherever you're at in your process. So the idea that we're stuck or we have writer's block or we're procrastinating, which means we're a bad person and we're putting something off, kicking the can down the road. I just like to poke a few holes in that. And so the first thing I'd like to ask is like, is this really true? Does this label that I'm giving myself feel accurate? And what else might be true? around where I'm at with my words and my writing and my experience of writing my book, for example. That might bubble up some new words, some new language, and we might go, you know what? I actually don't have writer's block. I think I'm just realizing that I'm getting bored with my project or I need some support or, you know, um, or labeling like I don't know what to write. Great. The more specific, the more you can drill down what it actually means for you, the better. So now I want to actually offer some often what shows up for people, those underlying things, and give some embodied ways to kind of move with and through that. So first, often when we feel stuck or blocked, or we just feel like we're in a tug of war with our writing, oftentimes what my clients are experiencing is a fear of failure. That the book is not going to be good. No one's going to want to read it. And I am intentionally not using the word imposter syndrome. I've been brewing around this and doing lots of research around that term. And to me, it is not accurate and has highly oppressive (laughs) elements to the history of the term. So I'm moving that aside for now. And I'm going to work on another episode where we talk about what that actually means. A fear of failure, right? of that it's just not going to be whatever the expectation is you think it is, right? That's a real fear. So again, I've talked about this tool before, but really noticing and getting connected to where does that sensation, if there's a fear that is showing up, and it may not be a fear of failure, it may be a fear of fill in the blank, right? Being seen, that's often underneath all of this around people's writing is like, oh, I'm actually going to be seen. Someone's actually going to read my words. Oh, and a lot shows up, right? Where do you feel that in your body? That's a beautiful question to ask when the idea, the stuckness, the writer's block shows up. Where are you noticing any kind of sensation around this in your body? So you can sit with that question. Next Another underlying thing is like, it's just uncomfortable. If we're not moving forward or moving and progressing in a way we think we should, discomfort shows up. It doesn't, we label it as not feeling good in our body. And we often shift that to something has gone wrong. So what I want to offer again is that question of, is this true? And what might this discomfort really want to show? So we can take that question of where am I noticing it in the body? 
And then especially if there's some discomfort, so I'm like, Ooh, I don't want to stay here long. This does not feel good. Right. We're labeling it with kind of those binary words. This feels good. This feels bad. This feels wrong. This feels right. You know, that's discomfort, right? We're getting wiggly. So when that shows up, yes, we can ask, where do we notice this in the body? Where is that, if any sensation showing up? And then with, particularly with discomfort, let's personify it. Let's give it a voice. If we gave it a voice, what might this discomfort want to say, or that part of our body want to say? And let it be heard. You could say it out loud. You could do it right now. You can write it down. You can share it with a friend. Our clients do this with us and their coaches. What does that part want to say? And it really, this is about illumination. This is bringing forth those dark, murky parts and shedding light on it, right? Shining light. You do not get to hide gremlin. You do not get to hide naysayer. You do not get to hide contraction voice, right? Fear. We are bringing you to the light. And then the third thing that often comes up is not being perfect. Listen, I love every one of our clients' books that we publish. They are magical and unique and powerful and so needed in the world. I love the books that are getting ready to be published by our clients, by other humans in the world. They are powerful and unique and so needed in the world. And they are not going to save the world. Pause. (laughs) Our books are not going to save the world in one fell swoop. But it is a part of the ripple effect, right? The butterfly effect, the wave effect. It is getting your toe in the water. It is getting in and setting some ripples off. So it is impactful. It is important. And if it touches one soul, then that's beautiful. But it's not about being perfect. And that's why I use that save the world analogy is because if we feel like our book has to do all the things, has to say all the things, have to have all the things. And if we don't X, Y, Z, then we're going to be missing something and it's not going to be perfect. Wrapped up between two covers, right? In the 100, the 122 pages that it is, whatever it may be. And so again, this is a beautiful part of us that we get to tune into. Where does that live? That idea of perfectionism, I have to have it perfect or it can't be published. Is that truly the issue, right? We get to unpack that a little bit. Where is it living in the body? If we give that part a voice, what does it want to say? And then the next question that really supports shifting with and through this idea of perfectionism and then ultimately writer's block is how am I going to feel when my book is out in the world, when I'm holding it in front of me, when others are holding it and telling me and giving me feedback and sharing how it impacted them? How am I going to feel? And notice where you feel that in the body and give that part a voice. And notice what shows up around the writer's block then. You're not stuck. You may be paused. You may be taking a break. You may be a little uncertain of how to move forward. But you are your best resource. And all of these things are showing up ultimately to support you. And we just get to give them a little love and attention. But we get to decide who's driving the bus. 
And what I want you to really tap into is that feeling you're going to feel, you're going to experience when your book is in your hands, when your words are outside of you and can be viewed and seen by anyone literally in the world who wants to see them. And they're going to, and they're going to give you feedback and they're going to tell you how amazing it is and how they didn't know they needed to hear that until right then when they read it from your book, that feeling is what's driving the bus. And that's what we get to focus on when this idea of quote writer's block shows up. So I hope that gave you an interesting or different or alternative perspective to writer's block. As always, I want to hear what shows up, which tools, tips, tricks are you going to try? Which embodiment practice are you going to invite in? What is landing with you? Thank you so much for being a part of this journey with me and I will talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Written Compass. If you are enjoying this content, do me a favor and go and review the podcast. This allows me to share and get these messages out to the people who really need them, who we want to read their books in the future. You can also go and share your thoughts and tag me at Shana Hartman underscore on Instagram. Again, this is just a way for us to get connected and share the writing love. And if you know that you are ready to write your book, that message that's been burning inside of you for a long time, then I want to talk to you. My team and I want to talk to you. Head on over to shanahartman.com and click work with us. From there, you'll see an application to explore and see if writing your book is your next best step. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.